0: Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Act to Sustain. Act to Sustain is a podcast series to teach people, especially young people, about sustainable development goals and raise awareness about unpopular technologies which can contribute to these goals. Nowadays, there's a lot of ways to perpetuate a sustainable life or just just do something about sustainability, but a lot of people are not aware of them. So why do we raise awareness about these unknown technologies? It is why I created Act to Sustain. The episodes will be uploaded weekly. Don't forget to check out. And let's go back to our main topic. Every week, I aim to mention about one STD goals. And today, I will mention about STD 11, sustainable cities and communities. Firstly, I want to start with ask a question. Did you know that 99% of the urban population breathed polluted air? or forty-five percent of the municipal soil waste can't be managed in controlled facilities. These are some of the problems that STD-11 aims to solve. As you know, the population of Ross has risen expeditiously, especially in the last decades, and it's brought along big cities and urbanization. In fact, the cities included half of the population, but this half of the population is enough to consume the 60% of the resource and emit 70% of the global carbon emission. Also, these are not only problems. This rapid urbanization causes a lot of things besides energy use and carbon emission. For example, slum dwellers. Cities can afford this population, which increases very fast. The more people immigrate to the city from the village, the less we can have a place for them. Therefore, people are building slums in the outside of the city and living there in a messy way, so it causes another problem, urban sprawl. As you can see, all of the problems bring along another problem and it goes like a problem chain, and city levels targets aims to solve this problem chain, which is related to cities and communities. You can check out all targets from the Jens website. In this episode, I want to focus on more carbon emission because the technological developments I will mention about carbon emission. As you know, factors like factories, transportation, agriculture, and industrial activities contribute to carbon emission. However, one of them has the biggest impact on this. Can you guess? Yeah, as you may know, transportation. According to the United States Environmental Protection Agency, greenhouse gas emissions of the transportation created 27 of the total emission. This ratio is the biggest among other factors that contribute to emission. But what we can do to reduce the impact of carbon emission? Some countries and companies take action against it. For example, Holland. In Holland, cycling is one of the most popular ways of transportation. According to research, the 36% of the Dutch people prefer bicyclists as a means of transportation on a typical day. Also, nearly half of the population is opposed to cars and most of them rather use public transportation. So I think we can say Holland is probably one of the countries which has the most sustainable transportation system. Furthermore, the ASA government encouraged people to use more cycles. Uh, In Holland, people earn 22 cent tax-free credit for every mile they go by cycle. And a lot of people ride home to work or work to home to benefit from this credit. Holland is not the only country which applies this credit system. Also countries like Belgium, Netherlands, and England apply this credit system too. But besides the cycle, we have to use cars too. It's the part of our life and we have to do it in a most efficient and most sustainable way. So electrical cars are another option to reduce carbon emission. Their popularity is increasing year by year. Even automobile pro- producers are planning to stop producing diesel cars. For example, Audi say that they will completely abolish till 2030 to produce diesel cars. Also, other companies have promises about this issue. That's a very nice development in terms of degradation of carbon emission. However, what about the other diesel cars, which we use today? They will be still on the roads. So in that point, I want to meet you with a great system, car conversion. Did you know that you can actually convert your car to an electrical one? Yes, you can. Nowadays, there are a lot of companies which convert cars or sell EV, which means electrical vehicle conversion kits. But how can they do it or how can we do it at home? I don't suggest anyone to do this at home. Don't take me wrong, but it's technically possible. All you need is a lot of experience and a lot of technical goods. Basically, I'll explain how this process is going. So firstly, in the conversion process, vehicle pieces such as combustion engine, gearbox, exhaust, and other components, basically the old pieces, which is related with the combustion system, and then car retrofits with the batteries and few electrical motors. The motor's number is changing according to the type of the car and the other features. And there are two types of conversion. You can convert your car either all-electric, plug-in hybrids, or hybrids. I'll explain the difference between each of them. All-electric EVs, as you can understand, function with only electricity. A conversion of these types, you remove engine combustion system and add battery pack, electric motors, high voltage cable, and some instrumentation. Basically the process that I mentioned previously. Plug-in hybrid cars use only battery electric systems to start the system and drive with gasoline or diesel. Therefore, in these cars there are two systems, as well as in the hybrid cars. Hybrid cars use both of the energy types, electricity and gasoline during the driving, and they also contain two systems. So, in the hybrid and plug-in hybrid cars, they modify the combustion system and add an electricity engine system. However, in the all ol- all electricity cars, they basically completely removed all combustion system and electricity engine system. Besides of the process, I also want to mention about the benefits of the car conversion. Firstly, it is more sustainable and environment friendly. One of the factors of sustainability is recycling, as you know, so in a way you Recycle your cars instead of buying a new electrical car to reduce carbon emission. And companies don't need to produce another car for you to buy. We can say it is more sustainable in terms of cycling. Furthermore, it is cheaper than buying a new electrical car. When we look at the electric car market, the prices are like 60,000, but of course they are cheaper and most of them is more expensive. But the conversion prices change between $10,000 and 30000 or more. Even, they are less than a half of the price of an electrical car. Therefore, a lot of people are prone to convert their cars instead of buying a new one these days. Maybe one day you can prefer this option too. Conversion cars are one of the best options to consider to reduce carbon emission and prevent climate change. Therefore, I think people should be more aware of it. Even though you can't convert your car or you don't have any car, car like me, you can still be a part of the action to prevent the effects of climate change. So don't forget to check our site, Act to Sustain. Here we aim to convert small impacts to big impact, And it's only possible with you. It is the end of the first episode of Act to Sustain. Stand by for the next episode. See you. <laughs>